Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large, our long-form interviews, available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. What is the problem? People need to calm down, get a little less politically correct, and I would say, you know, love everybody. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. This is a freak show. An intergalactic freak show. What do you make of that? It's about right. I keep telling my colleagues uh, that this is the new normal. God help us all. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me a beer. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. It's exactly one minute long, and the ratings will be huge. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. As Martin Short says at the beginning of every Cat in a Hat cartoon that my kids like to watch, Buckle up! That's what today is all about. Buckle up! Yeah. Is it? Live from Studio C. I say it's more like throw up, senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today on a uh, Wednesday? Yeah, I took the trash out. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Progress toward avoiding nuclear war. Oh, and the sideshow staged to detract from that effort. Disgusting. You think that's what it is? Absolutely. I think this is a dark, dark day in American history. Wow, yes. I think it's a sick... Sad, pathetic, puke-worthy, yes. unjustifiable, just ridiculous, horrible day in American history. Boy, I'm going to shovel coal on that fire you got burning. Oh, I wait for no man, Joe. <laughs> well, yeah, let me stretch over here. I'm gonna, Buckle up! I'm going to shovel coal onto that fire. <laughs> awesome. Got a cynicism fire going, and I got oh, a coal bucket. Please. I'm shoveling coal on the cynicism please. fire. Forget here it. Goes. it. <laughs> What's the point of having a United States of America if we're going to put on show trials like we're the Soviet Union? I don't want to get distracted from the exciting news of the day because there's a lot of it, whether it's meaningful or not. But the, the the top budget guy testified in front of Congress yesterday. This was just on the news for like 15 seconds. Here's where we switch roles. Who cares? Who? <laughs> Boring. <laughs> and he told Congress, as they tell Congress every single year, all administrations. Right. He told Congress... Our current financial path is unsustainable. Right. That is far and away. I mean, it's just, you've got cancer and you're talking about your toenails. Right. I mean, it's just, it's how anything else even rises to the level of discussion. But that will get no coverage. <laughs> it barely got any coverage at all. It just, but, so I'll move on. I realize nobody wants to hear about We're that. We're stupid, other. stupid people, Jack, with stupid, stupid media and stupid, stupid politics. <laughs> Here's my, just the men to bring it to you. Yes. So the the opening statement's out. So the, my favorite part that's that's out oh, of the who? open statement. Uh, uh, oh, Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was oh. Trump's uh, fixer, long term advisor. Okay, close. Um, Says who? My favorite part of this is Trump used Congress. to. Trump regularly said, "Congressmen, some of them, all of them." Yes. Trump regularly said, old man Trump regularly said, Don Jr. has the worst judgment of anyone in the world. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. In the world. In the world. Listen, you seem to be able to separate yourself from the obscenity of this even happening. Well, that that is a key line. That shows you what is happening here. 
an angry, vengeful, butthurt Michael Cohen is just lashing out any way he can. Yes, and inject it directly into my veins. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no. We should dig up the clip, but I saw Mika Brzezinski on Morning Joe today throwing it over to Donnie Deutsch, who's an interesting guy on Morning Joe because he's a longtime Trump fan and a longtime uh, friend and longtime Cohen friend. He's been friends with Cohen forever. He right. knows these guys personally. Cohen called him last night after the Senate testimony to talk Says about who? how it went. Wow. But anyway, Mika, Donnie Deutsch, listen. Mika Brzezinski says at one point, now I realize some people are going to say Cohen has some uh, credibility issues, but that being said, <laughs> and I thought that being said, <laughs> wait a minute, he's going to prison for three years here in like a week for lying. <laughs> okay. And while he may decide to tell the truth now, he is one of those people, you've got to admit this, no matter who you are, he's going to say what's ever in his best interest. Right. Just moment like, to moment. Just sure. like he did before. Yep. He thought it was in his best interest to say what he said. Then he's going to say whatever he thinks will help him out now. All right. Period. I am, I am ready to lower the boom. I wasn't sure when I would do this, but I'm going to do it now. Uh, having said what you just said and the fact that Michael Cohen is going to be under oath. I've listened to all of the says previous. Who? If you're says who says the system, he's going to Congress said it. OK, OK, so. The opening statement is out. It's 20 pages. As positive Sean uh, pointed out, it's a clear pad job like he had to do a 20-page report in high school. Yeah, the, the margins on this are not yeah. industry standard. <laughs> no, <laughs> <right>. double-spaced. <laughs> We've so, all done it. we got yeah. eight pages worth of research. I know right. a 15-point font when I see one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, the ni- yeah. it's the night before it's due. It's a skinny, <laughs> skinny 20 pages. <laughs> but that statement is out. And and we will share more of it with you because uh, a lot of you early risers have to go into the office. You don't have the option of, of listening, but we will be bringing you the hearing coming up. Uh, and I've heard uh, CNN and MSNBC and Fox going over it and, and talking about it. And uh, clearly the crown jewel is a discussion of uh, Trump reimbursing Cohen for paying off Stormy Daniels, the alleged... Um, a campaign finance violation. Right. I heard a lawyer is, say, this is the silver bullet that proves campaign finance violations. I thought, that's your silver bullet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a big one. Yeah, that's that's the crown jewel right there. Campaign finance violations. And so they're having this character assassination-a-thon, and I am quite confident that is what it will end up being. That's going to be entertaining. On the day that uh, the president is negotiating with the North Koreans to try to av- avoid a nuclear holocaust and the death of our troops who are guarding Seoul, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm here to tell my left-leaning friends who are excited about this, because they hate the president and they want to see him brought down, which is fine. You get to. That's part of our system. And, and frankly, I don't begrudge you that. I, it's politics. Uh, you know, I wish you'd be a little more fair. We tried to be fair to Obama. But anyway, I think virtually everything Cohen's about to say is true. I, I don't doubt anything I've heard so far. I think it's probably true. You think Trump says about his son he has the worst judgment in the world? <laughs> well, there's like 7 billion people in has the world. Has anybody said that about their own kid ever? <laughs> oh, he has the worst judgment in the world. Right. About who he's now dating. Right. A car he just right. bought. With that job? He honey, bought did, that car? Honey, does anybody in the world have worse judgment than our son? <laughs> oh, no. Nobody's ever said anything like that. <laughs> and the fact that it's in front of Congress now, well, the, the president is overseas. Is it's it's terrible. It's a crime. It's a blot on our nation. This is this is inexcusable. A blot on our nation. Yeah, the guy's butt hurt. He's angry. The Trump family dumped him. You know, metaphorically cut his throat. 
as he'd probably have cut theirs, given a half a chance. And so now he's going to say, yeah, uh, the president made a racist joke, uh, and, and he called Don Jr. stupid. And um, sometimes he says something's going to be the greatest golf course ever, but it's not going to be. And uh, it's just, it's, this is terrible. Terrible. Although, if I found out my dad said I had the worst judgment in the world, I'd say, well, he's not wrong. I can point to several examples. So. I would just laugh. <laughs> I would think, oh, now, wait a minute. When did he say that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I'll bet it was when I... Yeah. yeah come on. <laughs> yeah. But, but the grandstanding on both sides of the aisle is going to be for the ages. That's the wild card in that we don't know how far that's going to go. Oh, yeah. You get your opening statement and then your questions. You don't know if Cohen explodes at some point. And really, really takes it over the top. Or or somebody on the right or the left. Well, I've heard he has very little self-control when he's angered. Oh, really? Yeah. He's going to prison says, for th- says, says who? three years, <laughs> starting in May. Yep. That yeah. would be in the back of your mind. Now, that's on state charges? The, oh, yeah, that has to do with his taxi licenses. That's all about his side hustles. Those charges. Mm. And those are state charges, so I wonder how much time he'll actually do. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. we got more to talk about before we get to the actual hearing. Got to be very brief, fellas. 45 minutes. There's uh, Michelangelo pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. Good. My dream is for this to be an actual puppet show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a Trump puppet, a Stormy I thought Daniels. I would portray the Trump meeting like this. I have this that's puppet. Right. This is Don Jr. Yeah, this is his dad. And or, you know, a Republican ushers in a dog and the Democrats introduce a pony. <laughs> or he says, <laughs> I, official. I might lie, but the puppet doesn't lie. So. <laughs> hey, does video show. exist? Does what? Does video exist from anywhere in history of a dog and pony show? Mm. What happens in them? I've never actually what been goes to one. On? They might be more entertaining than you think. Well, come on. References to them have existed, you know, across mm. the uh, century. You might go and you think, this is always used as an example of right. crap. This is delightful. Oh, my God. The way the dog <laughs> and the pony interact. How do they train them? Yeah, I, right. <laughs> I don't know. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I have my uh, I have my popcorn ready to go. You have actual popcorn. I got actual popcorn. I got my my spoiler script. I've been looking ahead. We got charity charity uh, auction frauds. We got high schools being threatened not to release SAT scores. This is gonna. Oh really? We, we Where got, the hell did that come wow. from? Yeah, from the testimony, Mr. President. Oh yeah, he's gonna talk about Trump's doctor and the bone oh, spurs. Yeah, this yeah. Is, oh, oh this is gonna be my. Great. Yeah, he's. Well, this is clearly just. Character assassination. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. And it yes, all it might be true, <laughs> yeah. but what are we doing? That's something. Yeah, Barack oh. Obama, when we would smoke pot on the beach in Hawaii, we would get high and talk about, like, what if the stars were, you know, so you got some guys, and we'd do a little blow now again, and he used to make jokes about the black part of his family and the white part of his family going on for hours. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? That'd be rough for any human being to have somebody who knows you well go through everything they could uh, say about you and then maybe exaggerate or make up a few things. Right. That'd be rough. Well, if they were doing me, they'd have to set aside a couple of days of <laughs> testimony. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm pretty shaky this morning. Didn't get much sleep last night. Had an unexpected guest drop by. Uh-oh. So when I got to work this morning, I had one of those five-hour energy shots. Not a good idea. Oh, no. I feel like I'm vibrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those things are amazing. Did you drink the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm afraid, which yeah. I realize is going to, uh, you know, amuse the heck out of a lot of y'all, right. but I'm afraid to drink those things. I, I took one once, and I, yeah, I was, or, or, and, those energy, and I drink a lot of coffee. Right. 
It's not right. like I'm a, you know, a new to stimulants. Right. And, I, and I drink a Monster or one of those, and I think my head's going to pop. Right. I, I don't know how the young people... I know young people who drink those all day long. Yep. They walk around them like you. it's a, ca- a can of water. So really I got to you. tell you, I feel just like today's news. Almost anything could happen. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Buckle yes. Up. Again, up. the theme. <laughs> the theme of today's show. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, February 27th, year 2019. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Mr. Chairman, we'd like to enter our testimony for the record, precisely according to FCC rules and regs, at Mark. You say it's not a shakeup, but you guys are down. And it makes Says sense who? that there would. Says who? Most of them. All of them? Says who? Polls. I just told you, I answered your question. Okay. Which polls? <laughs> All of them. Oh, my okay. God. And your okay. question is? Oh, geez. We got the whole thing. We're going to play shortly before the testimony begins. That's how we all got introduced to Michael Cohen. That's the first time I'd ever heard of him. The hero of truth. <laughs> Very entertaining. <laughs> I like this rigorous questioning of the, <laughs> the journalist. You can expect the same today. <laughs> what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? As we've been telling you, Cohen gearing up for explosive congressional testimony. We have a preview. Trump, Kim's second summit underway, getting started with handshakes and high hopes. And there's a new type of yoga that incorporates drinking beer and swearing. Yes. I tell you what, they try to make me do yoga, there's going to be swearing one way or the other. <laughs> yoga with drinking beer is sex, isn't it? And that happens if you drink some beer and you have some sex. That's sex. Um, so we, we can hit you with some of the highlights from the opening statement that is out for those of you who aren't going to go listen, get to listen a little bit later in the show. So the crown jewel of this has to do with old Stormy Daniels, the pro skank. That looks like the only thing that's anything for real. And then everything else is, like you said, character assassination, which will be entertaining, but is a weird way to run a country. What about the question of collusion, Jack? What Michael Cohen says about what Donald Jr. whispered to the president in a meeting about something else, and nobody's sure what he was talking about, will shock you. Yeah, this is uh, interesting. What do you read into it? Stay tuned. Of course, Don Jr. has the worst judgment of any human being who's ever sucked wind. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We did come up with video of a dog and pony show. <laughs> so if you want to see a dog and pony show, we can link it at armstrongandgetty.com. Or you can watch the Cohen testimony. Here's my favorite little chunk from Cohen's opening statement. This is a, my favorite thing he says during the whole thing. Okay. I'm ashamed that I chose to take part in concealing Mr. Trump's illicit acts rather than listening to my own conscience. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. Dude, you would do anything now before or in the future that's going to benefit you. You have right. no conscience. That's just the kind of guy you are. Whatever. Well, and what what, <laughs> what happened with that that Republican congressman tweeting yesterday? What did he say? Be shame uh, hey, uh Michael Cohen, does your wife know about all your girlfriends? You shame if she found out. A sitting or, a sitting or, you, or you better talk about that to or is she going to be faithful to you while you're in jail? He tweets. 
What is what is going on? From a sitting congressperson. Yeah. What is that? What is that? Is, I mean, that sounds like a threat. What? How else it's would in, you take it? It's insane. What What is happening in the world? <laughs> so, so you didn't choose the being around Mr. Trump was intoxicating as your favorite part of the. That's <laughs> I'll, pretty I'll, good. I'll bet it is. You're You're gonna like his opening statement. Has something for everybody. Um, you know, I want to get to this just because it's so good. Robert wrote us a note. He said, "Guys, Adam Schiff spelled with T's." <laughs> There's no T's and Schiff. I think there ought to be. Oh. He says, Adam Schiff has the realtor's eyes. Same as AOC. Yeah, he got him. <laughs> Adam, Adam Schiff does have realtor eyes. He looks like a realtor. She got them realtor eyes. Yeah. I can always tell by realtor eyes. She got him. <laughs> she got him. He, he got him. So uh, tell us about uh, Don Jr. and his bad judgment. Um, let's see. So they talk about the, uh, well, well it doesn't matter what they talk one. about. He's got a beard now. Uh, so they're chatting and blah, blah, blah. I recall Don Jr. leaning over to his father and speaking in a low voice, which I could clearly hear and saying the meeting is all set. I remember Mr. Trump saying, okay, good. Let me know. Uh, there's, there's n- nothing to make it seem like that's anything more than what it sounded like. What the struck meeting. me, what's, mm. <laughs> what struck me as I looked back and thought about that exchange between John, Don Jr. and his father was first that Mr. Trump had frequently told me and others that his son Don Jr. had the worst judgment of anyone in the world. <laughs> and also that Don Jr. would never set up any meaning of significance alone and certainly not without checking with his father. How many meetings a day or a week has Donald Trump had in his life? The meeting is set. Boy, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Yeah, uh, Marshall's got his news. We'll get in a little more to uh, Cohen's opening statement. What of collusion? Right. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, I wake up every morning with my brain on fire and things to say. And today, I've only got like 30 minutes to talk. I, but this whole Cohen thing, first of all, I can't imagine it being dull. I don't know how it would possibly be dull. They're going to be, what, six, eight hours of testimony? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great Scott, it could go on and on. Possibly could bog down if he gets into some real lawyerly honor about the date of this and really lays out right. some evidence. I don't know. But I've heard people say you can't get into the collusion stuff because that's Mueller's territory. Then I've heard other people, and looking at the opening statement, that there's going to get into all kinds of stuff that looks like collusion-y stuff. 100%. So I don't, I'm, I'm somewhat confused by that. Well, Congress sh- perhaps shouldn't get into the stuff that Mueller's considering. But, I mean, they still have the First Amendment there, so you can say anything you want. They're going to get into various contacts business-wise between Trump and Russia going back decades? Right. Possibly today, and that's that's pretty juicy stuff. R- right. The, the general tone of the thing is uh, the guy's an a-hole. Having read the opening statement, he goes into various aspects of Trump's character that have nothing to do with anything other than is he a good guy or not. Well, and that's my objection to the hearing. But it, not, by the way, is what it sounds like. He's not a good guy. If if you believe anything Cohen says, I've never thought Trump was a nice guy. That's not the point. It's about policy. But this is just most of its character assassination. And the stuff that actually matters should be in the purview of, uh, what's his name, Mueller. 
You know, Cohen still lives in a Trump building, same building as uh, Ivanka and Jared. Wow. That's, That's got to be a little weird in the elevator. I wonder if there's a oh, chance of the <laughs> a chance of the old double reverse. I've been reading a lot of spy books lately, right, so right. You know. But I wonder if there's any chance Cohen's going to try to make it look like he's on board as much as possible, but he's still going to come short of anything that could damage the guy that's going to take care of him for the rest of his life. I get it. Could be. Yeah, a double agent has yeah. to come off as a legit turncoat. Yeah. Of course. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump's former longtime attorney, Michael Cohen, set to publicly testify before that House committee today. <laughs> where, before all this went down, he was telling reporters... I look forward to being able to, in my voice, to tell the American people my story, and I'm going to let the American people decide. Well, he, says who? He called Donnie Deutsch last night. Donnie Deutsch is on yeah. MSNBC in the morning. Of the Deutsch Bank? <laughs> no, of, uh, of PR fame okay. and Morning Joe fame. He called Donnie Deutsch last night and taught, told Donnie Jones, I'm, I'm Donnie Deutsch, I'm going to lay out how the whole Trump thing is a criminal enterprise. I don't know. We'll see. According to his prepared testimony, he will present the president as, quote, a con man, racist, and cheat. Well, okay, but, you know, let the, anything damaging? So he's human. <laughs> and, yeah, but, and, so and he's this is, human. I mean, this is fantastic <laughs> politics. If you're a Democrat, this is fantastic politics. Oh. Why it's in front of Congress is... He's a con man, a racist, and a cheat. Wow. Other than whatever, that, whatever. He, he directed Michael Cohen to find a straw bidder to purchase a portrait, a portrait of him at a charity auction to make sure that his portrait, which was going last, would be would go for the most amount of money. I just find that funny. <laughs> I might do that well, if I had the money. <laughs> but he wrote a check from his charity, allegedly, well, to yeah. pay for the portrait. There you yeah. go. That's a little rough. And yeah. am, among other things, Cohen's going to claim that Trump knew ahead of time that WikiLeaks was going to release emails that would be damaging to Hillary Clinton's campaign. They've denied that. I don't know how big a deal that is. Uh, if, you told, if you denied it to Mueller, and they, they, they prove that you lied to Mueller, I think you're in trouble. I think a lot of that depends on how much you think is the connection between WikiLeaks and Russia. That seems to be one of the bridge gaps between right. those allegations. Well, and again, as Jack said, though, it's all about lying to Mueller because John Podesta, or uh, somebody finding out, old, uh, what's his face, uh, Roger Stone, mm-hmm. uh, finding right. out that Podesta's emails got hacked and saying, hey, hey, Podesta's emails got hacked. And Trump's saying, cool. I mean, <laughs> you may hate those politics, but it's not illegal. And and collusion doesn't right. have, in the context of Russia, it doesn't have a legal definition. So, as so this is all politics. As always today, yeah, what's politics and right. what's a legal problem? Right. Right, and, and 95% of it, 98% of it's going to be politics. Cohen said of that uh, WikiLeaks uh, meeting, he said he was in Trump's office, and uh, he, uh, he uh, found out that Roger Stone was on the phone. Trump put Stone on the speaker phone. That's when Great move, putting Roger Stone on a speakerphone <laughs> that's when in front of a guy who would say or do anything. Uh, that's when Stone told Trump that he had just gotten off the phone with Julian Assange and that Mr. Assange told Mr. Stone within a couple of days there'd be a massive dump of emails that would damage Hillary Clinton's campaign. Cohen saying Mr. Trump responded by stating to the effect of, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, see, and, and that... What what else would you say as a candidate? What are you supposed to Hold on, stay on the phone and stay right where you are, Roger Stone. I'm calling the FBI. They're coming to your house to arrest you. No, How you're did not- you say they got those emails? <laughs> the shots, the conference. There's so many options here. There, first, there's the option that Cohen's making this story up completely. Yeah. Because it helps yeah. him out somehow. Secondly, it might be true, and then is it a big deal? 
Right. Um, there's, there's so many different angles of this. You know, if I'm a Trump hater, progressive or traditional Republican, and I just hate Trump, I, I, I kind of hear you shouting at the radio, look, if the president is completely morally bankrupt, it, it's kind of a good piece of information to have as a voter. You know, uh, all right, I, I will grant you that. It just seems odd that they're holding a character assassination in Congress. If if what you say it's going to yeah. be 95-98% political as opposed yeah. to legal, yeah. then it's does it move the needle on anybody? Because well, so many people already know who he is. Are there people out there that will will say today, "Oh my gosh, he actually did cheat on his wife with that Stormy Daniels woman?" <sighs> And pay her to keep her mouth shut. I, I believed him the whole time. Does that person exist? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, I'm talking about the opening statement. The questions uh, that the Congress people ask, I can't predict that. They might go hardcore at the campaign contribution violation of writing the check to Stormy Daniels. Right. And then Trump paint it back. But again, if that's the crown jewel, I'm not going to that museum. That could get, that's a little, that could get boring if they spend all day on nailing that down. Yeah. Meanwhile, in a sidebar to all this, Republican Representative Matt Gates of Florida tweeted what some perceived as a threat against Cohen yesterday, writing, quote, Do your wife and father-in-law know about your girlfriends? Maybe tonight would be a good time for that chat. I wonder if she'll remain faithful when you're in prison. She's about to learn a lot. You say threat, I say advice. <laughs> Public advice. Potato, potato. <laughs> at first, when he was asked by reporters, at first, when he was asked by reporters if the tweet should be viewed as a threat towards Cohen, Gates said, absolutely not. We're witness testing, not witness tampering. And when witnesses come before Congress, their truthfulness and veracity are in question, and we have the opportunity to test That's them. That's hilarious. But w- where are we as a country now? If he didn't take it as a threat, I worded it poorly. I mean, come on That's now. That's what he's saying. He's <laughs> apologizing. He's saying he should have chosen better words. Where is the country? Where's our favorite Carol O'Connor clip? That, Archie Bunker. That, that, Tell you where the country is. That is amazing. Now, first of all, if a guy like Michael Cohen cheats on his wife, who can you trust? Right. I mean, really. That'd be awful to find out. The country is going straight into the dumper. Meanwhile, the other big story today, President Trump, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un having Meanwhile, dinner. averting World War III and the end of humanity. Right. Thank you. Trying to make that point. Having dinner at this hour on day one of their high-stakes summit in Vietnam. The well, two... Trump is fathead's afraid to eat anything. He thinks he's being poisoned. <laughs> the two leaders shook hands this morning when they met for the second time in person. Trump saying... I think that your country has tremendous economic potential. Unbelievable. Unlimited. And I think that you will have a tremendous future with your country, a great leader. There you and have it. And I look forward to watching it happen and helping it to happen. The playbook right there. Well, there. F- three things on this. First of all, he could use a mild poisoning, drop 20, 30 pounds. Mm. Might be good for him. <laughs> mm. Secondly, I've determined that nothing good is going to come out of this. I just, for some reason, I just had this realization last night. That we're never going to get anything out of this. It's worth, it's worth trying. But North Korea is never going to give up their nuclear weapons. <laughs> it just ain't going to happen. No, so. no. That's, uh, that was the point I was trying to make to Deb Saunders yesterday. And, and, and I probably made it poorly. But I think uh, Trump and his brain trust have accepted what we've been saying for a very long time. There's practically no way to convince the North Koreans to give up their nukes. Because that is their insurance policy that ensures the, uh, the continuance of their regime. Which is Kim Jong-un's only priority. Or it's certainly, it's such a big priority, it eclipses everything else. So, yeah, we've accepted that. So how do we deal with that? 
how do we deter and or entice them into not nuking us and us nuking them? That is to draw them into the greater world. Give them economic prosperity. Connect them with other countries. Make it so insane to get into a scrape that they think, why would we do that? Things are going great. It's an engagement policy. We'll see if it works. I think it's the only thing that could work. They're never going to give up their nukes. The third thing is, if you haven't watched the video of Little Fathead smoking... Oh, right. There's a, there's a lot of videos on YouTube right yeah. now that are relaxing. Like, there's weird videos. Like, yeah. you can see videos of dominoes falling down or... Oh, the uh, whole whispering thing. Or, or yeah, or plastic yeah. melting is a video. People watch this stuff to relax. Watch the video of a Little Fathead smoking. There's like a three-minute video, and it, there's no sound. It's just him in the courtyard walking around smoking. And somehow, I find I found it soothing. Really? Yeah, that was quite something. Probably looks a lot like that uh, fat little kid yep. uh, smoking from a number of years ago. Very similar. And wasn't video. his Very sister following behind him, yeah. carrying his yeah. crystal that's, ashtray? That's the other part that's relaxing. Yeah. his sister running around with the ashtray trying to catch his ash. <laughs> nice gig. <laughs> All right, that is your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Let us ring the bell. What do you do for the state? I uh, I catch uh, fathead's ashes. And a crystal uh, ashtray. There's more pressure than you'd guess. He's very particular about the ashes. To set you up properly for the Cohen testimony, we're going to play the full version of when we all met Michael Cohen. His interview on CNN? Priceless, yes. Yes, indeed, CNN. <laughs> Among other things coming up. CNN, the number 10 cable network in America. Yeah, geez, we should the hit numbers your... just came out. Whoa. Woof. Uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Is it actually in the opening statement where he mentions... Trump figuring out a way to have his painting go to the highest bidder? Yes. That's oh, in the opening oh, statement? Oh, yeah. Boy, Joe's right. It's just plain a laundry list of things I th- don't like about the president. And right. I can't wait for it. <laughs> what, a, what an interesting way to go about this. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, difficult to explain to people from other countries and cultures why this is in Congress. <laughs> We first none of your business. It's incongruous <laughs> and also in Congress. We first met Michael Cohen when he uh, he was on CNN, and we thought this whole little exchange was uh, hilarious—the funniest thing we'd ever heard. <laughs> CNN, which is now the number ten cable channel, is that yes. what the ratings came out yesterday? Number ten, Fox and MSNBC one and two. He, it's behind ESPN five. I think it's behind Hallmark. No. <laughs> Right, Hallmark is looking at CNN right and be like, oh, I'm glad we're not them. It's behind most of what you've heard of. That's amazing. Yeah, they've just lost the race to be the anti-Trump channel. And and they're not bad. I listen to it a fair amount, but nobody goes there. You know what it shows you is they haven't carved out, I don't think, a clear enough niche of we're for or against. Mm. Not clear enough. I know most people feel like they're, you know. <laughs> listen to them for 10 minutes. You'll figure it out. But no, it's about marketing. Yeah. And they haven't marketed it well enough that they're flamingly biased. Um, so we want to play this whole thing, Cohen. On uh, this was during the Trump campaign. Sure, Cohen's let's get to lawyer know the players being interviewed by a 
<laughs> by what's her name, Brooke uh, something or other cutie on uh, CNN. There you go. You say it's not a shakeup, but you guys are down, and it makes Says sense who? that there would. <laughs> Says who? Most of them, all of them. Says who? <laughs> polls. I just told you I answered your question. Okay. Which polls? All of them. Okay. And your okay. question is? Okay, so my question is, I don't think it is really surprising when facing a challenge and trying to make a turnaround that there would be some, let's at, let's at least say some adjustments, okay? So I guess what my real question is here that I did not get to get to is what is the point Real. of this? If you're calling it an expansion of, of winners, as you put it, working on the campaign, what is it about? What, to, what, to what end? Well, I think bringing on somebody like Kellyanne Conway was a great move, and it was something, personally, I would have liked to have seen happen earlier, but the campaign wasn't ready for it. Uh, now they are. I think she's a brilliant individual. I think that, you know, um, she understands the data that's coming in. Look, Hillary Clinton's got 14, I think, or 13 different pollsters that are working on creating her message. So when she talks about usage of a teleprompter by Donald Trump. She would have no clue without her script writers and her teleprompter. It's used in order to keep you on message, very much like you guys do on the morning when you're on television. You use teleprompters because it keeps you on your message. But these are Donald Trump's words. He's going to stay true to who he is, and he's going to end up in all fairness, he's going to end up winning this election come November because people are seeing through the nonsense. Wow. You know, one of the that mo- is interesting to hear in retrospect. One of the most interesting things he's going to say is that uh, nobody, including Trump, thought he was going to win. He was just trying to grow his brand. He was trying to make his brand great again, which I think is a direct quote from the opening statement. Donald Trump is staying true to what he is. He's going to testify this morning. I am ashamed because I know what Donald Trump is. He is a racist. He is a con man. He is a cheat. So a bit of a turn there. Yeah, I'm glad we played that because it really gets you an idea. That's who he was for Trump for a long time. Now you're going to hear a completely different person here in a little bit. Keeps you on your message. Who is claiming that now we're hearing the real him. That's the problem with liars. You just never know who you're dealing with when. He's under oath now, Jack. Well, he was under oath before. That's why he's going to prison. Oh, right. Um, but he's really, really under oath now. And and I, I just like him oath. saying, I'm ashamed. A double secret oath. I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed that I did that and didn't follow my conscience. Your conscience. <laughs> You've been a freaking con man your entire damn life. Right. He's in bed with <laughs> with uh, the Ukrainian oligarchs in a in a complicated scheme to buy and sell taxi licenses. Right. He's and not exactly been running the little sisters of the poor. <laughs> But he's going to get up there and asso- and assassinate uh, the president's character, so, uh, which which is a pretty big target, honestly. Um, but uh, partly to beef up his def- legal defense fund and make himself a hero of the resistance, yeah, Call, call me style. So he will have. Uh, it, I think it's pretty clear what the Democrats will do. They'll just try to draw more and more out, and the mm-hmm. stuff that they think's the best, they'll get him to restate. Yeah. But what are the Republicans going to do? Portray him as a liar at all turns. Uh, remind us over and over again of all the times he's lied. And also uh, press him on, for instance, he heard Don Jr. say to the president, yeah, the meeting's set up. Okay, good, said the president. Well, the candidate back to him. Around the time of the Russia meeting. And then the Republicans are going to say, he has, like, meetings every day, right? Of his life. (laughs) Could be any meeting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) 
Yeah, that will be a good one. So it'll be picking apart the story and 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 counter character assassination. The, the only chance it could. I log- wish Trey Gowdy was still in the Congress. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, who's who's asking the questions? Who's on the panel? I don't even know. Nah, I don't know. God, Adam Schiff is going to make me vomit in my mouth. I know he is. Well, and he got the realtor eyes. I might need a yeah, it somewhere else. That's uh, <laughs> I might need a barf bag for since Adam Schiff's the chairman. He's going to be leading the thing. That's going to be hard for me to take. Um, uh, the only way it could bog down and be boring to me is if they really get deep into the weeds on the campaign finance reform because that's it's just I don't think that's that big that big a deal. Uh, the Stormy Daniels payoff? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the, ultimately where it ends up. Cam, and, they, and people will say in very serious, scary tone, violated campaign finance laws. Yes, every campaign violates some of these laws. They get huge fines. Barack Obama got a $400,000 fine. Right. For, there's all kinds of... And, and nobody seems to care about that stuff. Mm, except when they do. Except <laughs> for when they do. Right. Now, the fact that it's around a porn star and sex makes it more exciting... Um, then you get into the political thing. Are there people that are going to be shocked if they find out, suddenly decide that that's true? Did they believe the denials all along? I think people who really dislike Trump and, and hunger for him to be brought down are going to enjoy today thoroughly. Of course. I think this will. My prediction is this will be seen as a mistake and a really dark, stupid day in American political history. Like the impeachment think, of Trump ended up, uh, of uh, Clinton ended up? Yes. I think Adam Schiff with two T's um, will be seen as a half-wit who overreached and, and dirtied himself and his party in the process. That's my prediction. Well, if you want to listen to a real Schiff show, we got one coming up for you. Oh, please. Huh? Dumpster fire out back of a Schiff show. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah. Brace yourselves, folks. Buckle up. (laughs) Buckle up. It's on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.